Hey everyone, it's Tucker Dixon, and I hope your pillow tastes good, because last week was cellmate week. Vinny started us off with a creep, who I just don't understand some parts of his life. Like, his girlfriend was mad at him because he wanted to eat her? I thought girls liked that sort of thing. Also, he was the most French prisoner I've ever heard in my life. He had shallots and garlic in his cell, so that he could cook up his buddy. Well, his other friend just pretended to sleep. If you ever want to know the answer to this question, You want to know how I got these scars? Well, it was Carl's creep. But don't worry, he doesn't feel bad about it at all, and he would do it again. As for my creepiest cellmate, I would have to assume it's Wesley Snipes, because he could have just paid the taxes and made some better Blade movies. But no, he wanted to go to jail and probably talk about all his Hollywood antics. Fuck you, Wesley, just pay the taxes, we could have had a better Blade movie than Trinity. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. We could have retired in Hawaii. I have been to Hawaii. Which island? Come on, I want to lay you. Showtime. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps. For you creeps, I am your host. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And my co-host today. That is one big pile of shit. It's hot. Car. Yeah. What is happening, Vinny Polino? How you doing, buddy? Carl the Snarl Hamburger. I'm pretty all right, pal. I don't think Carl the Snarl is my nickname. Uh, it rhymes, though. It's good. I don't think that's true. I like it. I don't, I don't think that's right. Dave from Canada made that up. Well, if Dave from Canada said it, then it must be true. That's how you are known up north. Up north, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm excited to be here. I got some news. Okay. Uh, there's only like 40-something tickets left total for the Creep Off Roast. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so you might want to grab those because... I know there's uh, local people who are planning on coming, so... Um, grab them before they could get them get if you it. plan on coming to town. That's uh, my advice to you. Very cool. I'll, uh, I'll update that on the next WATP as well. Creepoffroast.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, last week we did a really just unsettling episode. All I did this week was behave. <laughs> right, yes. It's all like, I did. I don't want to sell mate. I know? never. I mean, Even if these guys are the exception, not the rule, it still makes me a little nervous about that. Carl, you're the closest thing I've ever had to a cellmate. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I don't need this to escalate. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You're forced to spend an hour with me every week. It's already too much. I pretend to sleep. So I have to tell you, Vinny, last week was interesting because I thought I had a great creep. In fact, as we talked about, I was going to pick the category based on the creep that I had. Yeah. And then you come in and tell your creep story, which was the exact story of my creep, except for your creep ate the guy raw. And I'm like, oh, well, now what am I going to do? How am I going to win this round when Vinny's guys, I mean, they were identical people. One was French, one was American. But other than that, they were the same person. I kind of cucked you. 
Here's the results. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this real quick. Actually, hold on. Vinny's got 55% of the votes. All right, let's talk about this real quick, because as you know, I thought there was some cheating going on last week. It seemed right. a little odd the way that things went I out. will say that the vote numbers are pretty substantial yeah! this week. All of a sudden, we have how many votes? Over 500? We never have that many votes on here. Something weird's going on, right? There's, this happened to us early on in the show, where someone was just cheating, and it was annoying. I remember when that was happening, yes. and it... it subsided for a very, very long it time. It did. I, I must have said something to piss them off again. I don't know. So here's what I think you need to do. Yeah. I think you need to apologize I'm to sorry. Tommy. <laughs> you think it's Because yes! he wrote the algorithm. <laughs> He's a coder. You're right. Fuck. Sorry, Tommy. Uh, old anus face got you, uh, did they? Yeah, see, I didn't say he looked like an anus face. I didn't say he looked like E.T. These are things other people said. E.T. stands for Ew, Tommy. Ew, Tommy. <laughs> I, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, the MSCS Media... This guy, Tommy, who hosts this show that gets 500,000 views every episode, and you've never heard of this guy or any of his guests. It's insane. Yep. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> got to learn that. I got to learn how to code, man. I got to learn how to code. For, for Either real. way, before we move on, I do just want to say... Winhausen for the Winhausen. Excelsior, true believers. I'll do a quick update on what we're talking about. So right now, we've just started a new round of the creep-off. We played a five. Vinny got the vote last week, which means Vinny's up one to nothing against me on his way to uh, maybe winning a sweep, again. A sweep. Well, on his way to a sweep. I don't think that's true. Not after today. But uh, so Vinny's on in his way. He's trying to get up to five. And then when one person gets to five, the other person has to spin the wheel of consequences, which I did last week. And I have to wear a cow bikini, which I have ordered and actually did come in. I'm just waiting for an accessory. And then an I will accessory. be ready. Yeah, so then I will be ready. Is it the tail butt plug? <laughs> yeah, so it hasn't come in yet. There's a, it's backed up. Uh, uh, so once that comes well, I guess in, it does its job. Uh, I believe that a week from today, I will be wearing a cow bikini here on the creep. I'm going to disagree. Probably going to be next Tuesday because next Monday is the 4th of July. Is it really? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, so probably uh, we'll be seeing you next Tuesday in Carl's cow bikini with a K. I look forward to all of your photoshops in the meantime. Please make sure you share those with us. Yeah, someone put my first sona into the Discord I saw <laughs> just now. That was cute. I saw one of me as like a farmer. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I can play dress up too. But I'm definitely not going to do that. Vinny actually gets up early like a farmer. And uh, I have a theory as to why you're up so early every day. Why is that? You're hungry. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Can't eat breakfast with laying in bed. My dog wakes me up every morning. I've always been a morning person. (laughs) Yes, you are a morning person. Absolutely. I got no time for your bullshit at the end of the day. Hey, uh, Brian McBride is in the uh, YouTube chat. Hey, McBride. Hey, Brian. Love that guy. He's going to be our roast master for the the roast. He's agreed to this. Yes, he has. Excellent. Very good. Uh, The voice of Syracuse will be your roast master, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So uh, I won. We yes. picked uh, this week. We had to pick a category. I said, you know, let's save the dairy farmer thing for the week that you wear the cow bikini. Let's sure. go with the state. Let's go back to the states for a week because that's always good and fun. Is this really a state, though? Not in my book. Yeah. Hawaii is what we're doing today. We are. Yeah. East Japan, as I like to call it. I don't okay. know why this is part of the United States. I have no idea. 
It seems really odd that that was a good, that people were like, sure, that's a state. Puerto Rico, now go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hawaii, yeah, well, you're in. Listen, man, South Beach wasn't good enough. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, we need a little more beachfront property. Yeah. And we also wanted to have the uh, strategic advantages of having naval bases in the Pacific, you fucking moron. Oh, we're getting into this for real. Okay. <laughs> well, then what's up with Guam then, Vinny? Let's Same talk about thing, that. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why Hawaii's a state. None of these other things are states. What's yeah. going on? Oh. I don't understand it. Anyway. Better beaches. Not better people. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you ring that bell, Carl, and let's start the creepiest Hawaiian round. Interesting fact I found out about Hawaii. Did you know that Hawaii has only had two serial killers? Is that true? It is true. They've only had two serial killers, and one of them was never caught. The other guy, oh boy, his name is Eugene Barrett, and he is a uh, a real creep, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Not a lot's known about the guy. Uh, he studied at the Washington Intermediate School in Honolulu, Hawaii, until he dropped out in ninth grade because oh, okay. he was drunk. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's going to be a common uh, thing we're going to learn about Eugene. Eugene liked his Coors Lights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like every mentally disturbed person I know. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of balcony hanging out in this story. Uh-huh. This okay. is a cautionary tale. Uh, he joins the army, right? He goes to fight in the Korean War, but was dishonorably discharged in 1955 due to excessive drinking. Okay. Like, they needed bodies for that war, Carl. Well, which side was he on? Because once he got there, he's probably looking around like, wait a second, I think I should be shooting at these people. Yeah. Yeah, I did this all wrong. <laughs> this one's on old Eugene. Whoops. So uh, he gets thrown out, and he goes back to Honolulu. And he begins a relationship with a woman named Annie Phillips. She's a divorced mother of five kids. Now, Barrett gets a job as a house painter, which is the perfect job for a drunk. Yeah, actually. I have a cousin who paints houses. The guy is stoned all day long, and he has been since, like, 87. Yeah, there's a guy who uh, actually helped me paint my house when I moved in, and, uh, yeah, similar. Yeah, he just, (laughs) oh, the wall's got to be blue. I'm on it. Yeah, like that's a great profession for drunks and drug addicks. And House Patrick painting. Michael, and if Patrick. You, if you Michael. ever want to get a little side cash going, well, you got to be careful because they do tend to hire teens, and you don't want to get their skulls broken. Right by hiring Patrick Michael. Good point. So he gets fired because he was way too drunk to paint the house. This leads to Annie dumping him. By the way. You got to be pretty drunk to be too drunk to paint a house. Correct. It's really not a difficult task at all. I mean, this guy, I just imagine he's just like laying in a wheelbarrow in the backyard <laughs> covered in paint. Yeah. Eugene. <laughs> so he gets he gets fired from his job and his girlfriend dumps him. He's really depressed about this. So he decides that the best thing to do was go to his house and get a gun and then catch the bus to her apartment. He kicks the door in and forces his way inside. His three of her children. So he's not too drunk to kick a door in, but he's too drunk to paint a house. Yep. How convenient. Yep. Uh, there's three kids there, the youngest. Because I'll tell you two- one thing, Vinny, I can't do when I'm drunk, and that is kick a door in. <laughs> I'm falling on my ass if I'm trying to do that when I'm drunk. We're going to discuss this aspect of this in just a second. Okay. Okay. So her three youngest kids are there. Two of them are watching TV in the living room. And they're like, hey, Uncle Eugene. He's like, hi, kids. Where's your mom? (laughs) She's in the bedroom. 
And he goes, oh, okay. So he goes into the bedroom, and there they're, she they're like, is. By the way, the door was unlocked. <laughs> you didn't have to, fucking asshole. No, we'll fix that for oh, you. Don't it's worry okay. about like, it. The kids are just like, it's Uncle Eugene. <laughs> don't worry about it, Gene. We got so it. So he goes into the, be- into the bedroom and finds her taking care of her youngest kid. Before she has any time to react, like, Eugene, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. He pulls out his gun and shoots her multiple times, killing her right there on the spot. Okay. Now, this is an apartment, Carl. Not the best place to shoot someone with a loud gun because right. everybody hears it. This alerts the neighbors. Our fucking neighbors are always getting shot. It's very loud and obnoxious. And then the ambulances show up. I hate this neighbor. This is 1959. Okay. So there's a lot of good citizens running around because the world hasn't been completely disillusioned yet. I was going to say, do you think people were better back then? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Because the neighbors come in like, what's all the hubbub here? They see what's going on. They grab him and beat the shit out of him. Oh, cool. They beat the shit out of him and hold him down. And he and he was arguing with them about why she deserved it as they were beating him up. Did he make any good points? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, sure. take one of these and it, one of those. He's like, but she was a bitch. Ah. It'd be funny if one of the neighbors was like, well, let's hear him out. And then what'd she say to you? Oh, okay. Yeah, she told me I was a good for nothing drunk. <laughs> That is pretty harsh. I like that all of a sudden he's a he's Southern twang. In his That's accent. just the way I'm playing it. <laughs> from his name's Eugene, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. At his trial, Barrett claimed he could not recall any of the shooting because, quote, I was too drunk at the time. This was contradicted by the witnesses who claimed that all he would do is sit there and argue with them about why she deserved it. Well, you could be drunk and argue with people about why your ex-girlfriend's But he an was asshole. like conscious and having conversations yeah. with these guys. He wasn't blackout drunk is the point. I don't know. I've been blackout drunk before and talked mad shit about my exes. I think that's possible. All right. Well, either way, he was found guilty, convicted, and sentenced to life in prison. Okay. Now, for some reason, the governor of Hawaii, John A. Burns... Out of no one knows why. There's literally... I can find nothing online as to why this happened commuted his minimum imprisonment term to eight years. (laughs) He's just like the drunk guy who shot her. Eh, give him another chance. He'll be all right. Sure. I mean, he was sobered up in prison, right? For Christ's sake, he's a veteran. Yeah. A drunk veteran. A drunk veteran was dishonorably discharged, (laughs) but they let him out. By the way, that that whole thing that he did over in Korea, they're still not over it. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, he did some damage. <laughs> North Korea to international relations. They're, they're holding a grudge still. If you, if you do want to vote for Vinny's creep, that's a pretty good reason All those right kids there. are starving because of Eugene Barrett. Yeah. So he goes back to Honolulu, and he gets married to a woman named Roberta Avero in February of 1971. It really is a man's world, isn't it? Isn't I, it crazy? When I hear about guys who are single, I'm like, you can just be the worst piece of shit in the world, and you'll always have a girlfriend. Yeah, like he's on the first date. It's like, well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was in prison for a while. Why is that? Well, things didn't work out with my last ex. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry. She was a bitch. You'll be fine. The woman's thinking like, uh-oh. Just some, act sometimes right. I'm a bitch. <laughs> just act right. So November 1972, she files for divorce, citing his excessive drinking as the reason. The way. Goes. Yeah, as the reason why she did this. Now, a month later on December 27th, she was staying at the Hawaii Hotel because she didn't want to be at the house with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he went over there to try to win her back. Okay. And uh, the way he tried to win her back was by stabbing her to death with a kitchen knife. Did that work? 
<laughs> was she excited to see him? No. Okay. <laughs> she was not. It stopped her heart, though. Yeah. So this time he learned from his mistake. He's like, I'm not even going to go to trial. They offered him a reduced charge of manslaughter if he would just plead guilty. Why? Why would they need to do that? It's straight laziness. Yeah. What is going on over there? Carl, he gets sentenced to 10 years. Jesus. He serves four. He's out. Alcohol is bad. You shouldn't drink alcohol. Dude, that's 12 years yeah. for cold-blooded murder. Well, not cold-blooded, but... Yeah, it's not like he killed a reptile or nothing. Good one. Good one, Vinny. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> That's why you're my co-host, Oh, good buddy. one, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets out of jail in, like, 1982. Okay. Okay. Cool. Everything is cool with him until 1995. Now, oh, okay. So he had a nice run there. He did, where he acted right. Now, he got this nice little apartment, like a little condo thing, and he had this great balcony that he used to sit out on and drink beers all day. Oh, sweet. A couple beers on the balcony. Yeah, this is, yeah. I did, you didn't know that the one you guys all enjoy now is a spinoff of what this guy used to <laughs> yeah. do. You ripped him off, man. Now, apparently he started uh, showing some unstable emotional behavior mm -hmm. because across the street from his apartment lived a neighbor named uh, Donisha Castor, who had a checkered history of substance abuse and sex abuse. She's a bit of a, an issue. Uh, she was always... When you say she had a history of sex abuse, can yeah. you explain what that means? Uh, she, she was apparently accused... Of abusing someone sexually, and she was still allowed to keep her seven-year-old child who lived there with her. Jesus Christ! Okay, got And her son's name was Ethan, by the way. There was no confirmed relationship between these two, other than he lived across the street. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Barrett accused Castor of mocking him by dating other men. She's over there dating all those other men. She's not dating me. This is bullshit. So he decided to pat Dixoner over it? <laughs> no. So apparently she he claims that she would wave her titties at him, uh -huh. which maybe she did. Hey, I would just say thank you. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Be complaining about. So friends of his were like, hey, buddy, you need to slow down a little bit. You're drinking a little too heavy. Maybe you should go check yourself in for a little bit. So he does. Oh, really? He actually goes to the mental hospital and he checks in. Now- before this, he was harassing this woman, making her very, very uncomfortable. And she was telling her friends she was worried about it. So she decides to move while he's in the nut hut. She moves a couple blocks away to a new apartment. Good idea. And so he comes back. He gets right out of jail. He's back on his fucking balcony drinking beers all day. Oh, so and it didn't help that? It didn't take? No. Okay. No. He gets out, and he finds out that she moved away. Yeah. And she, he thinks that she moved away. To hurt him. Well, kind of. I mean. <laughs> no, she moved away well, because, because she scared the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, because of him, yes. Yes. So he runs out of beer. Oh, ah, no. I can't fucking take it. That's him. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So he goes to the store. And as he walks down the street to the store, he looks up and guess who he sees? His girlfriend? Caster. Entering her new apartment. Oh, boy. <laughs> walking right into her new place. Yeah. So on what he described as a whim, sure. he goes back to his apartment and got his semi-automatic pistol. 
Is that Those, a legal gun that he has? He's not legally allowed to own This a gun firearm, was right? stolen from someone in 1989, yeah. and somehow this guy got a hold of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Okay. He goes back to her house. Her son is playing in the front yard. He walks by, tussles the kid's hair, and says, is your mom inside? And he goes, yeah. So he walks in, and uh, before she has so time I, to- I want to point something out. So far, these stories, the children are not helpful at all. These kids- <laughs> Have not been helpful- to their poor moms. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. He walks in. She turns around, sees him, shoots her twice in the face. Uh-huh. How, how's she looking now? Uh, Dead. Okay. Then he leaves. The son is like, what the fuck? The son goes, where, where? My daddy, my daddy, where? And he calls his dad. Okay. And his dad is like, huh. And his dad comes over and goes, we better call the police. Who did this? The guy who used to live across the street from you? Yeah. Barrett, this kid didn't know what to do. He didn't call 911. He didn't do the right thing at all. So this took forever to get reported. In the meantime, Barrett like goes on the lam. Sure. Eventually, a couple of days later, there's all sorts of uh, people are looking for him all over the place. He turns himself into the cops, and he claimed that uh, in the trial, her mistreatment of him led to him snapping and killing her in a fit of rage. Quote, he said he wanted to kill the bitch for constantly, quote, choosing all the other guys over him. That makes sense. I would I I go along with that. Hey, I got good news this time. Yeah. Prison sentence stuck. He got life and he was dead in 2003. Mazel, everybody. That's my creep. All good right. old Eugene woman killing Barrett. All right, cool. He's a piece of shit. So that you're calling him a serial killer, huh? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, he killed three women. Yeah. Just cuz. He killed well, not just cuz. He killed three women over what? Three decades? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, what do you got? All right. Well, I got a pretty good one this week for us, Vinny. My creep, uh, his name is Matthew Higa, and uh, let's get right into it. It was a murder that shocked the community. On January 17, 2008, Matthew Higa was high on crystal methamphetamine and threw 23-month-old Cyrus Belt from an overpass onto the freeway. That's right, Vinny! Are you ready for We got a baby thrower. Yeah. Hawaii is known for uh, you know throwing the ball around the field. It's fucking June Jones offense, right yes, there. Yes, exactly. So this guy's got an arm on him. Um, you know, so he, he chucks a uh, two-year-old toddler onto the freeway, and uh, I, that's not good for them. No, they don't. <laughs> it's not the child's natural habitat. No, it's not. It'd be one thing if you're like chucking like a dead baby out of the highway, because whatever. What are you gonna do? But uh, unfortunately, that was not the case. I think it's important to I think it's important to encourage children. You know, like maybe they thought the kid wanted to be a race car driver. You think so? I don't know. I'm just trying to think about how to make this better for me. Sure, because <laughs> I don't like this. So a judge far. ruled that Belt was alive when he was thrown and found Higa guilty of second degree murder. So he was found guilty of second degree murder because mm-hmm. he was high on meth and chucked a baby out of the expressway that was still alive at the time. This two year old. And uh, during the trial, he was not allowed to talk. The, his attorney made it clear that you should not be talking, sir. This is his attorney telling us about it. And so this is funny because, 
you have this attorney who's representing a guy who chucked a live baby out of the expressway. And so listen to this guy. Why? Well, it's not creepy. It's funny. Yeah, right. It's, it's just fun. It's all a good, all a good fun day. Higa did not speak. He's appealing the conviction, and his attorney told him to keep his mouth shut. He's not saying anything because of my advice to him. You know, he's actually a very... Well, I don't want to say it, but he's, he, he has care for other people and thoughts of other people. I've spoken to a lot. You know, he's not a... I think this charge is totally aberrant for him. <laughs> he's like, the guy's actually a really nice guy. You'd love him if you got to know him. You should talk to him sometime. I don't want him to talk during the trial because he's a psychopath. And if he talked... Shh, shh, shh. Shut up. <laughs> so... He finally did after the verdict. I hope they got him like a ball gag, but like put a mask over that looks like a mouth. Yeah, so, he just so it looks speak. like he's just there. So after the trial, he actually did talk to reporters. And I think I see why the attorney told him to keep his mouth shut. Okay. This is what he said. I didn't throw the baby over the bridge. He said that he had smoked meth nine to ten hours before the fatal plunge. The said, meth threw the baby over the bridge. He said at the time of the incident, I was, I guess, semi-conscious to what was going on. He said a lady gave him a bag on the overpass and told him to throw it. He said he realized there was a child inside the bag only after police arrested and questioned him. So first he said he didn't throw it. Then he goes, well, yeah, there was this bag well, you know, with we, a baby in it. I chucks. never asked you to clarify whose child was this. Yeah, we're getting there. He, he said he was sad about what happened to the baby. He said, I'm sad about what happened to the baby. I used to watch the baby. I was pretty close to it. It's a boy. You're uh-huh. pretty close to him. Uh-huh. Well, listen, don't gender. It. That doesn't help. Don't gender the child till it's old enough to choose for itself. Well, or he, he could have said, I was pretty close to them. But he said he was pretty close to it. I see why the attorney didn't let him talk. Now, this guy was the neighbor of the family whose baby this belonged to. Mm. And the mother of the toddler was uh, brought in for questioning. And uh, it's interesting. So... She says that she was out gambling and doing drugs the day her son died. Mm. But it wasn't made clear how her neighbor, Matthew Higa, ended up with the child. When the 23-month-old Cyrus Belt was killed, just about everyone in his life was a meth user, including his mother. So this is the conversation between the prosecutor and uh, this baby's mother. You're using crystal meth at the time, is that correct? Yes. Regularly? Yes. Uh, and then he says... On January 17, 2008, her toddler was run over by a delivery truck after Matthew Higa threw him onto H1 freeway from a pedestrian overpass. She says that she left her son with her father and spent that day going to an illegal gambling parlor and losing money, smoking meth, and then heading to the Alamona Center with her then-boyfriend, Shane Musasa. It was probably to get money, they testified. How? To steal from stores or cars. Stores. She didn't learn about the death until later that evening. So she's at a crime spree, doing meth, gambling, and the baby's just left in the apartment. The neighbor grabs this kid for some reason and chucks it off a bridge. And all of these people are meth heads. And I'm wondering, Vinny, <laughs> chucks it off a bridge. what's the upside to meth? Can anyone explain that to me? I'm not going to lie to you. Both of those people will tell you the day that that happened was a fun day. Oh, yeah, no. Don't both go. I had a terrific yeah, day. Yeah, no, everything was Even great. though this woman lost everything she had and had to resort to stealing to survive, yeah. she was having a blast while doing it. And I guess that's the selling point of meth. 
So apparently this guy, Matthew Higa, and his father both did meth together. And so his father testified that he, too, was a meth user. And they all lived in the same apartment building. So the father says his son got paranoid and heard noises while on the drugs, but didn't hurt anyone. Matthew was an ice addict, the prosecutor asked. Yes. When he jonesed, he got violent. Violent and abusive to furniture, things like that, but not to people. Mm-hmm. What great testimony. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for that testimony. Oh, he, oh broke, yeah. he broke a lot of shit. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he would be in a fit of rage. Like, what would happen if, like, maybe nine or ten hours pass after he smoked? Oh, yeah. You don't want to be around that guy. Nine or ten happens. hours? Run. <laughs> yeah, watch out for that. And whatever you do, don't let him have any babies. He keeps throwing them in the street. So, go to thecreepoff.com and vote for Carl if... If you're ready for some football, I'm getting psyched up for the season starting up in September. And I think a fun way to celebrate is by chucking toddlers around. Ladies and gentlemen, do the right thing. A vote for Vinny is a vote for justice. (laughs) Uh, Thecreepoff.com this week, as Carl said. Carl, are you ready for some voicemails? I am. All right. Well, they are brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. Great. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse, the only city whose abortion clinics have a drive-thru. See you in Syracuse. Topical. Um, it's, this is also sponsored by BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com. That's great, Carl. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of shit from people. Okay. So uh, this one came in from a listener who I think... Wants to audition, Carl. Oh, great. Hey, so I heard there's a suicide auditions or something like that. And for <laughs> mine, what I'm gonna, what I'm thinking I should do, 21 course lights a day and film it over the course of the next 10 to 20 years. <laughs> and, yeah, we can go from there. Let me know what you think. It's a good idea. <sighs> Only good things can come of that. Copycat. All right, next one. Hey, Vinny. Um, I want to apologize first because this is just kind of mean. But when I see a meatball, i got to take a swing at it. Yes, Vinny, you have a very big heart. How big is it? In fact, so big that some people, like those in the medical community, might call it enlarged. Sorry, that was just fucking mean, man. Love the show. See ya. This is very disrespectful. I don't know. All Good right, one. so I guess we're getting warmed up for the roast of Carl and Vinny with the uh, the collars. Huh? Yeah, so yeah, hoping yeah, to get invited yeah. onto the dais with that. Nope. I have a uh, voicemail for us from our friend Prep Boy Rick. Ah. And he brings up a pretty good observation here. Hey, Carl, this is Prep Boy Rick for the Creep Off. Uh, I just wanted to say it is very stunning and brave of you to let your retard son host a show that's not about pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I know his name is Vincent, but uh, it, it's really impressive yeah. that you support him and care for him in this way. And uh, the Creep Off's a great show, man. You guys have done really good. So yeah. uh, keep uh, keep uh, keep doing your boy proud. Keep doing that little – well, he's not little, but you know what I mean. Your little boy proud, all right? Call him back. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's all grown up. Oh, Papa. all of him is grown up for <laughs> sure. So fucked. Yeah, it is child. pretty nice of me to let you host the show with me, and you know, I feel like it's a nice time for us to bond. Well, guys, great episode today, Vinny. You killed it with your creep. I'm sure you're going to win. And Carl, God, 
fucking look at you. Fuck, you disgust me. What? Yep. Jesus Christ. Agreed. <laughs> that was just mean. Yeah. Well, now you know. <laughs> that wasn't very fun. Now you know. Shit, now people are all scratching off the jokes they had for me at the rouse. So like, oh, yeah, look at you. Uh, Damn, look I at can't, you. Can't gone. use that one. <laughs> can't use that one now. Oi, oi, creep off boys. Cranberry here. Which one is calling, uh, say, uh, hello, Vinny. You've been doing a lovely job lately. Thank you. Really well done. Keep it up. Carl? Anyway, love you, boys. Au revoir. It's this- not very constructive. It's not helpful. Um, Be more constructive with your feedback. Oh, shit. Hey, Jed, what the hell? Come on, girl. Give me another chance. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left my blue chew back at the pub. I just didn't have enough energy to satisfy you then. But what do you mean? You didn't like it when I went down on you. I have enough scaggle to it that you should be used to by What? Wait, what the hell? Oh. Oh. Wrong number. Uh, Vinny Winnie. You play this to call. I'm gonna show him. Yeah, apparently he, your wife is cheating on you. I'm sorry for you to find out this way. Wow. With a guy who does a terrible stuttering job That's and brush it. The worst one. I didn't know what was going on through most of that. Uh, Start with the Gagia next time. That way I'll know. Carl, I think it's really funny that um, your alter ego called in. Hey, buddy. It's me. Call hamburger. Ooh. I'm just calling Ooh. to say I would love to host the episode of the Creep Off with you. Oh. Or I you bring on my best buddy in the whole world. Spaghetti Valido! Uh, no, sir. Spaghetti Paulino is not a thing. If I ever have to do it, it will be Pizza Pie Paulino. That would make more sense. And that's sense. how that works. So, all of you guys, um, I just want you to know. This guy <laughs> deserves a smack upside the head. That's it. You ready to do something? I want to let them know this. These guys are fucking idiots. Yes. All right. Uh, Do you have a question uh, for all you who left voicemails to us this week? Are you off your fucking meds or something? <laughs> we got an interesting batch this week. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that. Are you ready for uh, a scum parade? Hit I, I am. Do you have the drop? I, you have the best scum parade song, and you never have it ready to go. There. Driving Oh, we're going to start off with a peeper, Carl. Yeah, coming back to the show. So for another we, round. We discussed this guy. Uh, his name is, where'd he go? Jacob, Jacob Guerrero. Guerrero. Do you remember when we talked about him? He I was do. an Amazon driver yeah. who was going to the outlet malls and putting on a terrible drag costume with a wig yep. and then sneaking into ladies' changing rooms and trying to take video of them with a pen camera. Not trying. 
successfully. Yes, he, he had many of these videos they found on his phone. Yes. yes. Now, and I it ca- wasn't just ladies; it was children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was young lady children, to be specific. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, I've never heard it described as young lady children. <laughs> I believe that's a scientific term, Carl. That's a show title right there. So this happened, I believe, like last spring, 2021. Yep. Okay. He has more charges have been added because the more they investigated, the more they found out Mr. Guerrero. Well, wait, did, did he do this since getting arrested for being a peeping Tom in the restroom? That's uh, how I interpreted this information. They discovered this. After they oh, okay. arrested him because they had to go through his archives of footage. No shit. Yeah. Okay. I misunderstood that. I, so, thought he, I thought he was caught doing this. Here's what happened. He was He's being accused by federal prosecutors of climbing onto the roof of a Massachusetts family garage so he could secretly record their 11-year-old daughter as she changed in her bedroom. Was he wearing the blonde wig for this too or... No. What was his outfit for this one? Before making the video recording, Guerrero conducted surveillance on the family's home and made notes regarding the time of day that the girl and her siblings arrived home, showered, and changed at night. Then on about March 17, 2021, prosecutors say he climbed onto the garage attached to the girl's home, stood outside the second floor bedroom window as she changed to make the video. He also had notes about children's habits in several other homes. I, I might be a pussy here. But I'm waiting for the spring. In March, you're going to freeze your boner off up there. No one will suspect you until they see the fucking shoe prints on the snowy roof, (laughs) dumbass. What are these orthopedic shoe prints over here? (sighs) Carl, I got to tell you what happened to me Saturday. Yeah. Talking about the women's room. I went to a Red Wings game, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's our uh, local baseball team. Yes, yes. Um, Oh, I don't even know if I want to confess this. No, 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 oh, no. God. Okay. So you were so, shooting pictures of the person in the stall next to you? No, 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 no. So I went to the ball game, and I had some food, was hanging out. It was like seventh inning stretch. My stomach started feeling not good. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, no. So I go down. some Zweigels out of the pool. Now, the stadium is shaped like a V, right? Yeah. I go out through the main entrance, yep. the main exit to go into the concourse to go to the restrooms. Sure. I come out, I go to the left. It's a women's room. And I go, oh, fuck. So now I got to walk all the way past the exit again to another bathroom on the other side. By the way, what Vinny's describing is literally 20 yards. It's, this is not a far distance. That you it's have to a go. terrible far distance when your stomach <laughs> it's not, there's so is many not doing well. It's fainted. not great. Sure. So I get to it and I just walk in, go into a stall, sit down, and I blew up that fucking bathroom mm-hmm. right. at the Red Wings game. Not the first person to do it, not going to be the last. But as I'm sitting there, Carl, I start listening, and all I hear is lady voices. Uh Uh-oh. Correct, uh (laughs) uh-oh. I'm sitting there, I swear to you, I'm just sitting there going, oh, no! (laughs) And I can see there's, like, the crack, Uh and I start looking through the crack, and I see a bunch of women putting their makeup on and the beard. I think you might be in the wrong restroom, Vinny. I was 100% in the wrong restroom. Were you staring at the sign upside down? How did you think a W was an M? Okay. So you know how <laughs> I went to the other side and it was the women's room? Yeah. I assumed that the next, the other one would be the men's room. Yeah. And I don't think I looked. I just walked in. 
You could have just so the magic was probably right next to the women's room. It wasn't because there, there, there wasn't. No, I've been to this place many times. No, it's not. Is it all just women's room? There are men's room next. I'm to the going women's back room. there. I will take everyone on a walking <laughs> yeah. tour. Let's do that because oh. I think you're full of shit. Anyway, I'm not you anymore. Were full of shit. <laughs> I was at the time, but not anymore. Either way, <laughs> I am now sitting in there and I'm texting my wife, honey. I am. In the wrong bathroom. I am in a stall. I am terrified to walk out of this because somebody's going to call fucking security. Yeah, but you can just say you identify as a woman, which you'll probably end up doing. Dude, I was going to take my shirt off and like stick my tits out first so no one would be suspicious. (laughs) 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 Trying to run. Uh, Ma'am, your hairy nipples are. (laughs) Dude, I was in there for an uncomfortably long amount of time. No shit. Waiting for the quiet. Did you sneak out and get away? So finally. I hear nothing in this bathroom. And I'm like, okay. Do I wash my hands? Or do I try to find hand sanitizer once I get out of here? You wash your hands, Vinny. You know, you fucking run, car. Well, you run out, you, walk, you go to the men's room and wash your hands. Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Which is what I did, by the way. Okay. But I walk, I open the door, and I slowly stick my head out. <laughs> this is hilarious. And there's a woman standing there at the sink, turns around and looks at me. <laughs> And I am doing like it's suspicious, Carl. I'm like, I fucking ran out of there, and I gave her a wave on my way out. I went, ah, bye. Wow. So you didn't get arrested for that. So in ways, vote for Vinny as the creep this week, not for Vinny's creep. Oh man, it was so humiliating and. I went back to my wife and said, did you look at your phone? Did you even look at your text messages? Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. And she's like, no, I was watching the game and just talking with everybody. I was going to say, your wife wasn't watching Vinny, the game. Vinny, Vinny. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that for a second. Like, okay, who's up right now? I have no idea. She loves baseball. Yeah. She says. Sure. Um, that was a bad situation that happened. That's hilarious. But at least I'm honest. That's hilarious. And what did you learn from that experience? Maybe? Always read the signs on the doors. Oh, I was going to say maybe not eat so much, but okay. <laughs> if that's what your takeaway is, that's good too, I guess. Stop fetching me. <laughs> All right. Carl, let's go to Ohio, shall we? Can we talk about Jacob Guerrero, though, one more yeah, thing? Yeah, go, let's, please. Before we move off of this. Please. Don't you think there are easier ways to see? And I, I hate to say this. If you really need to see naked children, there's easier ways to go about it. This guy was spending weeks figuring out when he was going to be able to see this girl change and, and how he was going to do it and get it all. Like, I think he's going to go to prison and someone's going to be like, dude, you've never used a Brave browser before on your computer? Like, did you know that? Why are you telling people about Brave and videos? Don't exist? listen to what Carl's telling you. I mean, I hate to say it. It just seems like way too elaborate what this guy naughty, is doing. Naughty. Carl. All right. Sorry. Let's move on. Yeah, you're right, though. This kid really put in a lot of effort effort to all the wrong places. To see a naked 11-year-old. Yeah, man. I just choose to think that working for Amazon drove him insane. It does to a lot of people, yes. Okay. So, Ohio, Carl. Yes. A Hamilton lawyer repeatedly exposed himself to other drivers on I-275 and I-75 was indefinitely suspended from practicing law in Ohio. What does that have to do with him practicing law? Well, Scott Blovelt, a 50-year-old Hamilton resident, received his law license in 1997. He has worked as a prosecutor for the Butler County and the city of Hamilton. They caught him driving while naked five times. (laughs) 
so between appar- 2018 and 2021. So apparently it's frowned upon to be naked in your car. So you want to do that shit on Zoom meetings like normal people. Okay, yes. got it. He has said that he is engaged in similar behavior at other times, but was not caught by police. Well, at least he's honest. Well, that's good. The problem is he was also jerking off while doing it. Oh, I didn't see that part of it. Yes, he was he was story. pleasuring himself while driving around. Well, look, if being naked in your car and getting pleasured is illegal, then bring the Bang Brothers in for questioning because I've seen some videos, Vinny. There's some nudity in some uh, automobiles. Well, the people fucking aren't driving. Is that what the difference is? I must be. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a decent exposure because you're out technically in public, Yeah. even though you're in your own car. But... uh. He got caught five times, and he was still allowed to practice law. This guy must be a great lawyer. He must be really he good. He must be really fucking good. They're like, <laughs> yeah. well, I hate to lose you, Scott, but you just got to stop this. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, smack. He, told, he started a two-year program to treat compulsive sexual behavior disorder in May 2021. And, uh, How did he, that go? Well, he, quote, said, I don't want to do this anymore. He said at court during the hearing, he also testified he believes the condition will be a problem for the rest of his life. That's bizarre, isn't it? I'm never going to learn, Your Honor. I guess I shouldn't be allowed to work. <laughs> I mean, this guy looks like a very straight-laced attorney. And meanwhile, he's William just got H. This Macy thing. could play this guy. Yeah. And he's just got this thing where he's got to take all his clothes off while he's driving around. Uh, what a weird thing to have. He goes, <laughs> the court sent a full report. With treatment, Blavitt may eventually find a way to stop the behavior, but he has not reached that goal yet and, quote, cannot offer any assurance that he will not engage in the same or similar conduct in the future. Look at this fucking lawyer. I cannot commit as to whether I will or will not. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Just say you won't do it anymore. That's what everyone does. Even if you know you're lying, just say, nah, I hate doing it. I I have far too much respect for my oath. Like, yeah. shut up, asshole. Come on. You never lied before? You're a fucking attorney. Now, Carl, this next story is a little sad. Okay. Um, a home health nurse was arrested in connection with the death of a three-year-old toddler. On Did Monday, chuck it off a bridge? Or what are we talking about? No, no. But it's actually kind of similar to your story. Mm-hmm. Um, well, without the chucking. I'm about 2.30 a.m. on June 20th, the police uh, responded to an unresponsive toddler call. At the scene, the parents were reportedly performing life-saving measures on their child who was missing her breathing tube. So apparently, the parents went out and left the kid with a home nurse because the kid had medical problems. Okay. Now, the home nurse is 42-year-old Judith Sobel, who was hired to watch the child that night. Now, Carl. Do you have a photo of Judith? I would like to talk about Judith. Yeah, I'd like to talk about her, too. If your child has medical conditions and needs a lot of help, and this woman shows up and is like, I'm here to watch your kid. She's a corpse. So she's 42 years old, but she's younger than me. People say, I look like shit. Holy crap. What is the upside of math? I ask you again. What is the selling point of this shit? I do not get it. I do not understand why it was just like, I got to try what she's doing. That looks like a good time. When the police arrived, they found Sobel, who was mumbling. It looks like she was eating her mouth. She might have been. She was on the ground near the child. The victim was reportedly blue and her trachea tube was disconnected. The child was transported to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. Now, the police said after the investigation was completed, we determined that she was high on methamphetamines and should not have been in care of that child. Who's to blame here? If this woman looks like this, showing up to watch your child, and you're like, well, we're going to go see Top Gun 2. Yeah. See, yeah, see you later. Fuck you, lady, mom and dad. And then later they're like, by the way, she was on meth. No shit, Sherlock. No shit. 
<laughs> it's pretty obvious she's a meth head. She walked in. She's a 42-year-old lady. And she's hey, like, hey, kid. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking disgusting. She admitted to the police that she possessed meth and had used the drug the same day that she was scheduled to care for the child. You could probably hit the no shit Sherlock yeah, again. Right. Additionally, she told authorities she shot up meth four days straight that week. Sweet. During her interview, Sobel reportedly told authorities the child due to her actions, and she was not in the right mindset to take care of the child. Uh, she said that she was cleaning up and the trachea tube fell out right around the same time that she passed out. Wait a second. She... Passed out, yeah, on meth. How's that even possible? I'm, I'm guessing four she days sleep of for meth. Four days, yeah. yeah, four days of meth. She passed out. Cleaned it out the kid's trachea tube and just. Oh boy, <laughs> that's not good. I have to say that if you are a meth head, home health nurse probably not the right profession for you, or the very right profession for you. I think that's the wrong profession, Vinny. If you're a meth head, I would say let's go Wendy's drive-through. I think. Yep, you could do that. Uh, I would say high school principal. You know, because what the fuck do they do? Who cares? Correct, correct. A podcaster. Sure. There are other jobs you could do when you're addicted to math. Home health nurse. Here's a fun fact. The child's trachea attachment was allegedly found tangled in the child's hair. Like this, <laughs> this is just a mess. That's a bad hair day right there. Upon further search, police reportedly found meth and two pipes inside her purse. She was arrested and booked into Barron County Jail. Record shows she was reportedly charged with second-degree murder and possession of meth. She remains being held on $500,000 bail. Why do meth heads always have more than one pipe? Do pipes break or something? Like They're, they're like, oh, shit, I better have multiple pipes. Variety is the spice of that's, life, Carl. That's true. Yeah, I don't eat Chinese every day. All right, never mind. That might point. be the name of this episode. <laughs> never mind. Variety is the spice of life. Variety is the spice of meth. Last story. Yes. Holy fucking shit. Don't trust anybody. Stone Cold Steve Austin was right. DTA, words to fucking live by. If somebody you don't know says, hey, how are you? Run the fucking other way. What's DTA? Don't trust anybody. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was his finishing move. No, that's a stone cold stunner. <laughs> Just DTA. Or the goddamn t- He's gotten into Texas Cloverleaf. A 44-year-old man was taken into custody a month after a woman was found chained up inside an abandoned home on the city's south side. We're talking Chicago people. Yeah. Joel nice Cannon was located and arrested June 21st by members of the department as well as the U.S. Marshals. Police say he was identified as the man who allegedly kidnapped and sexually assaulted a 36-year-old woman between May 18th and May 21st inside this abandoned home. So the victim, who's unnamed, said she ran into this homeless guy as she was walking to the store. And he said, hey, can you come here for a minute? He then grabbed her, physically forced her into this abandoned house. The victim told WG and the man put her in the basement and then took her up to the attic of the home, raped her twice, then left her there handcuffed. See, this and is, just left. This article right here, Vinny, it really focuses on like the kidnapping and the rape. What about the good times? Too often in our relationships with exes, we think back, we think about the fights, we think about all the bad things they did, they cheated on you. But remember all those good times you shared together? What is wrong with you, Carl? Can we focus on some of that here? I just, I hate how everything has to be negative with the news. Well, here's the positive part. All right, good. So she's chained up for four or five days. Mm-hmm. Big what? No. <laughs> a good She sma- lost a lot of weight, though. She was, she was actually recommending it to some of her friends. She's like, well, if you want to lose 20 pounds, there's a way. There's a way. Just get raped by a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. A good Samaritan's walking down the street on May 21st when he reportedly heard screams for help. 
I like that that's a good Samaritan. In the south side of Chicago, that's what's known as a good Samaritan. Someone who hears someone screaming help from an abandoned house and goes, I think I should let someone know about this. Correct. No kidding. Uh, The victim is homeless and is known around the neighborhood. One neighbor said that the home where she was found had been vacant for 25 years. Gammon was booked into the Cook County Jail on charges of aggravated kidnapping and aggravated criminal sexual assault. That's the assault. worst realtor ever. Was stuttering John re- representing that household? Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, it has character. Yeah, it's going to need a, it's a fixer-upper. <laughs> you could ignore the blood and cum. <laughs> this, this, room, this place has it all, a kitchen, an evidence room. You could even use that as a, a, a podcast studio. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's edition of the Creep Off. Remember to vote at thecreepoff.com. Stop doing math, everybody. Wow. Hey, you. Yeah, you. With the meth. With the meth pipe. We're talking to you. Put it down. Put it down. Stop it. The other one. Put the other one down, too. Put them both down. Both meth pipes. marijuana. It's legal almost everywhere now. Just do that. You don't need meth. Stop it with the meth, everyone. Yeah, you're not a good time on meth. I know you think you're a good time on meth. You're not a good time. No one's enjoying your presence when you're high on meth. Yep. Even, <sighs> even your buddies who are also meth heads are like, this guy's kind of an asshole. You know, I feel like we're doing some good today. I, I Finally. <laughs> it only took us 119 episodes. episodes. <laughs> All right. We'll be back here next week. Oh, I believe we're going to be here on Tuesday. Carl's. Tuesday? Oh, I have a surprise for you. Oh, I invited a professional photographer, and I also invited uh, producer Chris, Andy, and Croge to come watch. For real? Yeah, I invited them all. So wait. Whether or not they'll be here, that's up to them, but they're invited. I'm going to get into a cow bikini. Yep, in front of everybody. And your thought was, all Carl's friends are going to want to see this. They're all going to want to laugh at you, yeah. Okay, all right. Bunch of gay guys hanging out. Yeah, your friends. Checking me out. Okay, I see what's going on here. This sucks. I am not happy about this. (laughs) Uh, What if I quit the show between now and uh, Tuesday the 5th? Tap. Tab is uh, Tab is gunning for your gig. <laughs> okay, great. All right, Tab can have it until uh, we do a win Tab's job contest. I, I don't want back. anybody but you, Carl. All if right. you left the show, the show would be over. Good. All right. Yeah. So it's official. The show's over. <laughs> show's over. <laughs> yeah. All on. right. Leave us a voicemail five eight five three seven one eighty one zero eight. You can email us thecreepoffpod at gmail dot com. You can find us on. Uh, the WATP Who Are These Podcast Discord channel. We have our own little room in there. We yeah, have a lot of fun. That's an active channel for the creep off. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You can yeah. find us on Reddit too. The The Creep Off on Reddit. Yeah, we don't talk about the Reddit enough. Yeah, it but, doesn't get uh, a lot of love, but there's, you can have a lot of fun on but that. There's, yeah, there's episode conversations and threads going on in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, in, folks. Get on the fucking what? bus. The episode's over. <laughs> Uh, remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Creepoffroast.com, gagia! Are we done here? I think we are. You know, I've been to the child. I'm kind of like a puppy. You like a lady? I'm a kind of cute. Wanna be a bitch? The creeper. Creepers, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? We, uh, we called that the Stinger. They, they don't let you use that no more. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. Ciao, Bella. Ah, Carl, I love you.